welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing trout media from around the globe. Now here are your hosts, Rob Griggs. You know, I park in a handicapped spot. Tomatoes. How do you get that jar in there? <laughs> Steve Segura. Oh, I look like an 18-year-old busboy <laughs> in a Mexican cantina. And Scott Long. Me, dude, I look like a four-star wannabe. So this first segment is from one of our earlier podcasts, and it was going over trip etiquette what you should be expecting what you should be bringing to the table what your uh, quote unquote guide should be bringing to the table you know and, and how to how to have a good relationship and and get invited back and then you know how to reciprocate the favor you know and get uh, get them out on your water so uh, sit back enjoy and don't forget if you're from the Middle East hit us up you know, we, we touched on it last week, and I think we're going to touch a little bit on it this week and kind of go into depth on a couple things, but it's a great place if you're looking for a destination fishing type deal and you're coming from, you know, you're coming from the Middle from uh, the middle East. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're coming from the Middle East, you need to come fish with me and Scott first. Uh, we're yeah. going to show you the ropes. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you know, you're coming from the Midwest, you're coming from the East Coast, you know, uh, it's a great place to to get a hold of these people, you know, where you want to go fish, and you know, get some info, get some insight, get get a heads up on what you're really going to encounter before you get out there and you're blindsided because you know you don't want that, and you'll end up having people to fish with too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, at, look at Tom Peterson, man. Oh, dude, I envy that dude. He's yeah. traveling around the Western U.S. fishing with all these cool people. I'm glad I got a chance to fish with him. He's yeah. an awesome no, guy. No, that is a definite. I mean, it's it was so fun. Textbook I had a example great time with of him. what can happen if you network and network right. Yeah, that's awesome. So we kind of, you know, we've been skirting the subject on hooking up and and getting to fish with these people so i i guess one thing we should uh kind of address here is if you're gonna go fish you know what 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 are you bringing to the table one and what type of uh what type of questions should you be asking your your uh your host for where you're heading yeah, I mean, basically it boils down to what are the expectations. I mean, I think one of the biggest barriers to people reaching out is that they it's just kind of the unknown. They don't know, you know, am I going to go out there and look like an idiot? Am I, and, and it can be kind of intimidating when you see all these dudes posting up kick-ass fish week after week and, and whatever, and you're thinking, oh, man, those guys are kind of elite or, you know, whatever. I mean, I look at certain individuals that I've fished with that – completely blew me away as far as what my what my preconceived notions were of you know what that person was going to be like i'm like right and without naming any names i mean i you know who i've fished with and every single one of them has been great people but um just you know make sure you're open and asking questions and that's the biggest thing is reach out and say hey yeah i'd love to fish uh i know you know this area have you got any advice blah 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 i bet they will say, yeah, man, what's your schedule look like? We can hook up. And if they don't, 
you'll probably get some good information. But, you know, the big thing is when you do get that hookup, ask them, hey, what can I bring? What, you know, what can I pay for? What can I, how can I contribute? And what, you know, what should I expect as far as what gear I'm going to need? If they're kind of taking you out to water that they know, they should be able to tell you what bugs, what tippet, what gear, what weight rod, what kind of stuff so you don't have to pack everything you own. Right. And, you know, I get a lot of people that say, hey, let's go fishing. And uh, I'm I'm the, the guy that tries to have everything for you. And that way you don't have to worry about bringing anything. But, you know, it's always nice to, if you don't really know the sport as well, you're just starting off or you're not for sure, let us know. I mean, that makes a huge difference. I mean, it, it makes it where... We understand that, hey, this guy is kind of a beginner, or hey, man, this guy fishes all the time. I'm not going to have to worry about him. He's going to go do his thing. Uh, if it's a newer guy, I love to help out. I love to help out. So if you're fishing with me and you have any questions, feel free to say, hey, Rob, I don't understand, or why are you doing this? That's what I do. I'm there to help. And uh, But let me give you a pre-thing pre on me. If you're coming to fish with me, I'm coming to laugh. I don't care about the fish. <laughs> I want to laugh, and that's all I care about. So, yeah. But it's uh, it's one of those things, be open. Just because you fish someplace that's uh, tough water where you're at and you come to another place and think you're going to run it, you might, but be open. Listen to what the guys are saying that are taking you out. They're there to help you, not to bring you down. So, Yeah, no, that's exactly it. You know, I'm, I'm the opposite of Rob. I'm all numbers. If I don't catch 50 <laughs> fish... And they're not 20 inches, I'm going to be angry. And I've fished with Steve. I've gonna, seen him angry. <laughs> you're going to know. <laughs> oh, no. I, it's it's all about the fun, man. It's all about the experience. That's that's well, that's, I think that's why the three of us have hooked up. Because, yeah. we, you know, we just, I've fished with you. I've fished with you. Had a blast. We just, that's who I want to fish with. I don't really count. I mean, I don't count the that's numbers. It. I don't, I love having a, catching good fish and having a great time that way, but. It, that's not what it's about for me. But, you know, I mean, just think about how you can contribute. Um, gas money's obviously a, a, a big one. Lunch. It, yeah. Lunch. Food. Bring some breakfast burritos. Buy, you know, buy a dinner. Do something. Buy, um, if, you're, if your host drinks, buy him a beer. Yeah. Get him some Get him some fireball, God forbid. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, fireball! Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I, I mean, my approach is if I'm going with somebody that I've never fished with and they're taking me out, I'm paying for everything until they say, okay, that's enough, stop. I mean, I, and, I mean I'm going to pay the launch fee. I'm going to pay if we drive into a park and you got to pay for a pass, I'm going to be the first one to yep. grab that thing and say, nope, that's my money going into the envelope. You aren't paying for shit today because you're taking me out fishing. And until they say, no, you know what, I, I'm good. Let me let me yeah. cover this, you know. Yeah, definitely. But there's all kinds of ways you can contribute. But the, the thing is, don't just show up. And expect them to take you out and not throw down something, yeah. you know? That's called a guide trip, and I <laughs> charge for that. <laughs> yeah, unless you paid ahead of time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Half down, please, before we go. You can PayPal that stuff ahead of time. I'm sure they can work something out. Exactly. You can say, look, I'm not going to contribute anything, but I'll throw you 300 bucks before I even show up. They'd probably be all right with that. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> But the most thing, like Rob said, bring an atti- bring a good attitude. That goes so Don't be so a dick. Just, just have fun. Relax. You Get know? Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't, don't spook fish. 
don't fart in your waders and then bust <laughs> it out right next to somebody. I do. Well, Rob does that. <laughs> that's how he breaks the ice. <laughs> that's Literally. Break, that's how he breaks a lot of things. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though, that will ob- automatically not get you invited back is if you go get taken out fishing somewhere and you have a stellar day and, and then you start posting pictures up of that spot and all over Facebook telling all your buddies, that, hey, Alex. Do not blow up. <laughs> Personal spots, people. Yeah. Do not do it. Hell no. Somebody, I don't have any personal spots. So. <laughs> if somebody hooks you up, keep it that way. Yeah. Keep it between you and that person. Yeah. Don't don't blow it up. Don't don't ah, don't do that. Don't bring your don't bring your buddies to that spot the following weekend and be like, oh, check out this new spot I got, and then they're gonna tell their buddies. Just keep it on the down low. Exactly. Special places are special for that reason and that reason alone. Yeah, and a lot of people will say that there are no secret spots anymore, and that's true. I mean, mo- there, most spots, somebody else knows about it, but yeah. there are spots that don't get pounded, and it's because people have been respectful about that, and that's the difference. So you gotta don't, really, don't be that guy. you got to really, really get to know me before I'll bring you to my spots. I'd be... It takes a special kind of person, but there's I a, have them. There's a reason why most of the pictures Rob posts has 17 people in the background. That's exactly right. <laughs> because Those are the spots. Exactly. <laughs> because he's blocking. Yep, I'm blocking. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm shuffling for you guys. Oh, I'll take you yeah. to this great spot that everybody knows about. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, you earn that trust, though. You earn that trust, and you get to some of the little less-known spots. Yeah, and, and when you do, they're you know, they're great, and it's... You know, it, it's it's a you know it's kind of a brotherhood being being able to get into these places with uh, somebody else, and uh, you know enjoying what they've enjoyed for years, and you're getting to partake in that. Yeah, so. and appreciate it for what it is, and show some appreciation. Yeah. Okay, so the second segment is going to be Rob's semi-annual annual reminder to not rape the reds you know i mean it's it's uh it's pertinent information in the fall but it's also going to be pertinent information now in the spring so you know apply these words from the fall to the spring and stay the fuck off well while we're on the fall thing it's uh time for me to do my annual soapbox trip so um for me this might step on some people's toes uh but for most of us Ah, you know what? You might not know, so I'm going to enlighten you. This time of year, the brownies really start to push in and spawn. And now you're going to hear a lot of the words reds, uh, raping reds, uh, that kind of stuff. We're just going to throw it out on the table. And if you've got a uh, trout porn calendar from 2015, you'll notice that this month, September, is Rebecca Red month. But it's not that red. Not that red. That red red is awesome. Yes. We're talking about some other reds. We're talking about when the browns and just about any fish that is a cold water fish and some uh, warm water fish, they will actually make, quote, their beds. And uh, when it's a trout, we call them reds. And so what they do is they kind of move up into the shallow waters. Uh, They start to clear off the bottom of the creek or the river that you're in. And get ready to lay eggs, okay? So, guys, seriously, this time of year, keep your eyes open. Just because you see a whole bunch of fish in a shallow area, 
that should set off some bells and whistles right there. Hey, I might be close to reds where they're spawning. Hey, uh, this might be an area we might not want to walk on. I'm going to throw it out there. Or, Every, dri- or drive your Subaru on. Or drive your Subaru on, yes. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there, but uh, I understand. I've done it. Uh, I not paid attention, walked across the reds. One of my buddies had a fish on. I just ran across, and, you know, I walked through the reds. I I did it. I'm now smarter of it. So, uh, you guys, let's just pay attention. When you see these fish on the reds, you're going to see them paired up. There's going to be a male and a female because that's how babies are made. And so do not fish to those fish. They are there spawning. They are making new fish for next year. Don't be cock blocking. Don't cock block them. That's exactly right. Leave them alone. Uh, if your buddies are there with you and they might not know, say, hey, man, we don't want to fish to those. Okay? You can definitely tell the fish that are not spawning or are not trying to dig their reds by the fish that are behind it. They're kind of behind there. They're waiting for eggs to come down. It's a great way to catch a big fish uh, if they're not on the reds. So, guys, just seriously, be careful of where you're walking. Don't fish to the fish on the reds. Uh, As a guide, it drives me absolutely insane to see other guides guiding clients on the reds. Um, I don't say anything about it, but... It is what it is, and everybody makes money somehow. But uh, if you're hiring a guy and they take you to Reds, say, hey, man, I don't want to fish the Reds. It goes a long way. A lot of respect from you to the guide, uh, and just be careful out there. It's so hard and so tempting not to fish for a 25-inch brown that's up on its red. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, (laughs) Let that hopefully stay uh, in your head uh, and go from there. But if you have any questions on Reds, please message me or put on World Leaderboard, hey man, I don't understand this. I'll be glad to help you out, or at least somebody will be. So, all right, soapbox done. <laughs> Sorry. And you can, you know, when there's fish up spawning, there are a lot more fish that aren't spawning. And so, you know, find the deeper pools, find the seams on the outside edges where there are fish staging. And those fish are waiting. They're kind of staged. They're still feeding. They're moving up. If you're catching fish in a certain spot and you're foul hooking every single one of them, they're probably not feeding. So move, That's it. move on. You know, if you're getting them in the mouth and they're they're eating your bugs, hey, have a great time. That's exactly right. I I you will know when you are raping a red because the fish you're catching are coming in tail first. That's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> we want to catch them in the mouth. Ass snag. Ass snag. That's it. So let's let's throw a couple questions out here for Rob and Scott. If I'm new to fly fishing, I'm fresh to fishing in the fall. What is a telltale sign of a red in the river? Okay. What are you What are you looking for? Just looking at the river. When I'm looking at the river, first of all, you're going to see the bottom is going to be cleaned off, like in an oval circle where. They have turned up on their side, flipped their tail and their dorsal fin, and cleaned off an area. They're getting all the silt, all the moss off, so the female can lay the eggs and the male can come by and fertilize it. Uh, So that's the first thing I look for. Second, I'm looking to see if there's two fish together. If there's two fish together, that's a huge sign. Hey, these two guys are... You know, playing some Lionel Richie, they're, you know, thinking about, let's get it on kind of thing. Leave them alone. You know, if you see fish behind it, just moving all around everywhere behind them, that's the one you want to fish to. 
Uh, and the last thing is you can't miss it because there's usually a whole bunch of fish and it's usually kind of close to a reservoir or a lake where the stream is entering the lake. The fish run up out of the lake, build their reds, have the bait, well, drop their eggs and then swim back down. And uh, this can last for two or three weeks. It's not just a one day thing. Yeah, and it doesn't. They don't all come in, do their thing, and then all leave. It happens in stages. So sometimes there'll be just a few. Other times later in the season, a lot of times there'll be a bunch of reds, and you got to be careful because it's easy, you know, for the bass fishers out there or, or others. You, you can see a single red if a fish comes in and makes a single red in an area. It stands out, like Rob said, big oval, light colored spot. But once a bunch of fish have moved up and made reds, it the whole river bottom essentially is a huge red. So you got to be thinking about, you know, in that context, why is this whole stretch of river, I can see every rock on the bottom and it's, you know, it looks like somebody came through here and cleaned the river bottom. They pressure and the rest of it's it. all green, right? <laughs> that's because that whole freaking thing is a red that's got dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of fish moving up there to spawn. So, you know, be aware that that situational awareness of, hey, this whole section of the river is a lot lighter in color than the rest of the river. And I see fish all over the place. And you know what? Sometimes spawning fish look like they're feeding because when there's one big female in there and she's getting ready to lay her eggs, every fish in the river wants to fertilize those eggs. Every buck in the river wants to. So those fish will be moving around, chasing the other bucks away. And it's like, oh, look at that sucker. He's chasing. He's eating. So I'm going to rip a streamer in front of him because he's obviously chasing something. No, he's not. He's protecting his territory. So, you know, as with any time you go out fly fishing, the most important thing to do is to stand there and kind of observe what's going on. Take some time. Take, you know, 15 minutes and just watch and you'll you'll figure out what's going on that's the biggest thing is fish behavior figure out what they're doing and, and you know and if you see people fishing reds for me i just kind of move on along um and you know if anybody asks me about it i'll tell them there's no use in trying to get in a fist fight on the river in waders it's not worth your time um so just mark it up as man i know better rob steve and scott told me the deal and now i'm smarter because of it but We'll hope. And if you're having any trouble seeing reds, go get yourself some Chroma Pops. Chroma Pops? Exactly. Get you some Smith. Oh. Smith. Coasters. Ah! Sorry. (laughs) All right. This next segment is our one and only interview right now with Chaz. And a lot of you may know Chaz from the WLB, but, you know, Chaz is is the guy that started the whole uh, trout porn phenomenon so you know it's you know went from a facebook page to a facebook page and a group um you know branched into instagram branched into twitter branched into the podcast branched into the magazine branched into stickers branched into merchandise so i mean you know he's he's worked his ass off and uh you know sit back listen see what he's got to say uh it's her opportunity to fish with the godfather chaz arthur Chaz. I wonder how that went. I don't know. Should don't know. we call him and see what he says? Let's find out. Yeah, let's right. call him. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him right now and see what's... You got his number? I got his number. Oh, dude, he's on speed dial. He's in your five? Does he yeah. know where... Oh. Uh-oh. Is he your favorite? Put him on the your spot. Your call has been forwarded to an... Oh, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Zero, six. Stood oh, us up, Chaz. He up. knew that we were going to call him. Hit him again. Let me see if he's around. We're going to dial him up. We're going to do like uh, Brian Hansen does me, 500 times until I answer. 
Drunk dial? Yeah, drunk dial. Let's see here. Oh, we got the ring. There you go. I hope this is the right number. Last time I called a 307 number, I was asking about white sauce and what what the (laughs) fuss was all about. He might diss us. Chaz? Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, dude? This is Rob, Steve, and Scott. What's cracking? Oh, my dudes. What's up, brother? My dudes. I just was in the dream, man. That's what I like to hear. We were just talking about you. That sounds horrible, living the dream. It sounds cliche. (laughs) I hope we didn't pull you away from your white sauce. Or... <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> or your wife's birthday. Isn't today her birthday? Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tell her tomorrow. we said happy birthday. Yes. I will do that. From the from the podcast three. <laughs> podcast three. That's right. So uh Scott's got a question for you. Oh uh, yeah, we were just uh talking about heather's road trip and all the fly fishing she's done and i i'm sure that the highlight of her trip is going to be the time she got to spend with you so we would just want to find out how that went oh i wouldn't go that far but i enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) do you guys rail some fish uh, yes yeah it was it was kind of one of those good days of fly fishing where we had to work for it so it was well, well deserved and fun. Um, we caught some fish that I feel like really represented the river well, and caught you know four or five each. Sweet. And so it was. Yeah, it was just one of those days. Had to work for them. Yeah, yeah, I had to work for them. But you know, those days are good days. You know. I, I heard they were all on dry flies. Is that true? <laughs> up in the trees instantly and then hand her the rod back? <laughs> no, there was no trees behind us, so we didn't That's right. a winner or anything like that. I forgot, you live in Wyoming. There's only one tree. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yep. yep. No, and it was really awesome to hear about her group and all the awesome things they have going, Spokane Women on the Fly. Sweet. It's uh, really sweet. Um, just a lot of uh, awesome connections there and she's you know do classes and stuff she's telling me all about that and it's a huge benefit to you know the whole industry i guess you know right that's cool yeah well um i'm sure that when scott gets a fish with her it's going to be game on also so that'd be pretty pretty cool and we'll we'll get an update from him on how it goes there uh, real quick, we I know oh, yeah. you I know you got to go, but we've got a couple questions from the World Leaderboard family that uh, they wanted to ask you. The first one is from <laughs> the first one is from Alice Sternal, and she asks, oh, Chaz, what's your favorite method of fishing, and how do you choose the method for water slash conditions slash time of the year? You have thirty seconds. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a good question for me because, you 
I always like to say that I'm not a fly fishing bigot. Like, I like to try anything. I like to do what it takes. Streamers, drives, nymphs. But in answer to the question, I'd say my favorite, you know, gig is nymphing for sure. Okay, so you're the you're the your favorite is nymphing, and um, do you just choose that because of the water conditions, uh, you know, color? How do you choose that? Alice wants to know so she can catch her own fish. Okay, okay, <laughs> and hold and hold her own fish. No, 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 John hand, no Max hand, Alice hand. Sounds about right. So, uh, question number two comes in from Mia. So you get a little, you get a little backsplash at the boat ramp in the outhouse. You go home, or you go hang, <laughs> or do you go hang some pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go home or go fish, and I think your answer is go fish. <laughs> So I think that's that's the right. (laughs) (laughs) These come straight from the world leaderboard. Answer. Yeah, we we polled a hundred people, and these are the survey. Survey says. (laughs) Yeah. The next question comes in from a gentleman named Nathan. Nathan Moore. Uh, Vampires. Yeah. The question is: Vampires and fishing, myth, legend, or real? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to have to go uh, myth myth you know, no I can't I can't change it to legend because I like the word legend hashtag legend <laughs> number sign oh love it oh my goodness alright and the last question for you is from Doug uh, you have to choose one nymph and one emerger combo what two flies would you pick Sweet. Okay. Ah, very nice. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Rob? What's uh, your two? For my two, I would probably have to pick uh, a hair's ear with no bead uh, and an RS2 for the emerger. That's deadly. Or peg a bead. Nice. Yeah, peg a bead. Nice. Scott? Yeah, I'd have to go with the. Uh, a CDC wing case uh, BWO. Oh, and uh, <laughs> dang, that's a good one. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, and and probably the gray RS2, probably a Mercury RS2. Oh, though. watch mm. out, watch out, watch out. Flashback. I RS2. like it. What about you, Steve? you Steve? I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit, little bit deeper here. I'm going to go tungsten CDC pheasant tail. With a uh, probably a chocolate WD forty off the back. Oh, damn, WD forty. 
That's good. Well, I can Look tell you, all four of us would be railing fish with that think, Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Any time of year. Well, uh, since we pulled the questions off the Trout Porn World leaderboard, and you are the godfather of it, Chaz, uh, why don't you tell the people, I'm getting a lot of, and Steve and Scott are getting people asking, listening to the podcast, what is the world leaderboard? And since you're kind of, you and Jesse are the head honchos of it, why don't you explain to these people what it is in a quick manner, and we'll let you get back to the birthday party. Alrighty, well, the Trout Porn World Leaderboard is for anyone, anyone with balls that can take it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, baby! Prerequisite number one, people. It, it was, uh, how, what, when we started Trout Porn, we were basically sharing every catch from every person all the time, and it was the leaderboard. Trout Porn, the Facebook page, was the leaderboard. Well, that got out of hand when we quickly got to about 4,000 fans, which is quite a few fans ago, and we decided to do a group. This way, everyone can post their photos to the group, and we're just taking the ones we like best and making them famous. On Trout Porn. show the page. Yep. yep. And it's... It comes down to the weekly contest, which you guys have explained that in depth. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to keep having that without inundating people's feed. And so that's why there's a group, Trout Farm World Leaderboard. So all you need to do is join. And how do they do that, Jazz? What few rules, hashtag rules, there are. <laughs> and that's one of the things I like about the leaderboard is that we are very uh, laid back and let people do what they want and we don't freak out over stuff. And joining the leaderboard, as you asked Rob, is just a matter of putting Trump on World Leaderboard in your search bar and then going down there, visiting that group page and just sending us a join request and I will approve it in short order. Perfect. How okay. many how many requests do you get in a day or a week? Well, I'm gonna say like I usually look at it pretty close on Mondays, and there's about fifty or sixty in the queue. But I'm not gonna lie, a lot of those are from Abu Dhabi, and like you know, got some weird pictures, and so you know, a lot of those aren't real. But right. we're putting fake, fake, you know, fake. Exactly, love it. So we're putting like ten or twelve actual awesome anglers in there a week. I would say. Nice, perfect. It's growing. Yeah, I mean, I I remember back when it was five hundred people, probably less. Well, Chaz, thank you so much for taking our call on the fourth ring that we tried you. We appreciate that. Uh, We left you a nasty voicemail message, and uh, tell Uh your. Tell your wife we said happy birthday, yeah. and uh, you are our first guest on the Trout Porn podcast. So congratulations! Well, I'm I'm honored because you guys <laughs> do a great job. I had no doubt you three would. You're perfect for this, <laughs> and it's always a blast to listen to this deal when it's done. I'm looking forward to listen to this one. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for giving yeah, us a definitely, chance. Definitely, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. I truly enjoy it and love to hear the feedback. Thanks you to you guys. 
Well, we'll let you get at it then, sir. You have a good night, and you'll be hearing from us soon. All right. Take care. We'll see you, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Okay. Now, this next segment is probably the final interview for this quote-unquote greatest hits, but uh, this is Jesse Ball, a.k.a. the Montana Midge, which is now located in the... PNW. So, you know, sit back and listen to her talk about her time at uh, Sims, you know, her time now in a fly shop, how she spends her time chasing big wild steelhead and, uh, you know, the internet issues of Oregon. Not to mention how bad we are at trying to keep time. So, here you go, J Ball. See if they uh, will answer the phone. Probably 30 minutes later than we said we'd call. But that's all right. <laughs> Ring-a-ling. Why do we always get this stiff yeah, It's going calls. to voicemail, I know. Oh, it's it. about it's damn gonna... time. Oh! Good oh. <laughs> answer. Oh. She grouchy now. Yeah, I, I, we just said we're calling about 30 minutes later than what we told you to call. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's okay. How's your day going? Oh, pretty good so far. Maybe. So... Good. If anybody doesn't know by now, Should this we is, introduce her. This is Jesse Ball, mm-hmm. one of the admins. The other, the other admin. Yes, the other quotation mark admin. <laughs> yes. Well, Jesse, why? Oh, 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 yeah. oh bring it! Snap. <laughs> the so, salty talk one. We had a question for you. Uh, one of the questions that Trout Porn asked us was. Um, how do you get into the fly fishing industry? And we instantly thought of you. So uh, this is double duty. So if you would be so gracious to uh, maybe explain. Uh, it's pretty easy. Get a job in it. Ooh. There you go. All right. So, I mean, beyond really beyond just, like, filling out a job application, I mean, anybody can go and do that. But, you know, there has to be kind of an end, doesn't there? Really, I mean, well, I, I started at Sims, which was difficult enough to get into. I actually applied three different times before I finally got a callback, but I made sure to put on my resume that I fish a lot and, you know, that I love the product and this and that, and they finally let me in the door, and then... See, I make I sure on year. on my job applications that I do not say that I fish a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it probably wasn't a wise idea for the fly shop job. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's cool. So just be relentless in contacting then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Take risks. Put yourself out there. You know, be honest. And uh, I don't know. So what do you want it bad enough? Make it happen. So what do you think? I mean, as far as like you've worked for Sims and they're kind of a, a you know a big name in the fly fishing industry, and now you're working at a little bit smaller kind of outfitter or fly shop. What do you think mm-hmm. about uh, you know the differences between those two environments in the industry? Um, it's definitely definitely different, you know, whereas. At Sims, it was, you know, a little bit more low-key, you 
know, kind of more, you know, behind the scenes of everything. Whereas now working at a fly shop, I have to, you know, talk to the customers one-on-one and oftentimes, you know, help people completely get into the sport. You know, they, they come into the shop and they may not know a damn thing about fly fishing, but they know that they want to get into it. So it's kind of cool to be a part of that and, and get them set up with everything they need and, you know, get them out there on the river. So, And they will come back and say, yes, this worked or no, this didn't. And was this your first day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or these flies didn't work. Can yeah. I return them? <laughs> yeah, return yeah. the flies. I so, love it. <laughs> I've seriously gotten that before. It's, oh. it's pretty ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, it's pretty silly. So, de- but most of the time, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Nice. So definitely a big change going from a, hey, we're pushing product to, hey, we're pushing customer service. Customer service. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, we're still you know, selling that product. So, you know, it was cool for me because I'm kind of a Sims whore. Um, Uh I'm a little branded. (laughs) Look out. (laughs) A little branded since I used to work for them. So, you know, it's it's fun to be able to sell product that that I believe in so much and and love. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, second question. Or is that third? That's Shit, that's whatever. just the ad. We'll go. So, <laughs> all right, here's here's one for you know people that may not know what's what is what was the biggest challenge in going from fishing in Montana to now fishing in Oregon. I mean, you're stayed away. How much difference can that uh, really be? Actually. It is a pretty big difference. Uh, I catch less fish in Oregon. <laughs> well, there's a learning curve. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of people can attest to it. Just ask Alice. She knows. Alice, um, she knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just be Hashtag careful. I Just, fucking love yeah. Alice. Be careful. You know, Clary loves fucking Alice, but you have to be careful <laughs> what you ask Alice because I've heard you ask Alice the wrong question and she'll bust a butt right now. Bust a butt. <laughs> she, she's been known to bust a butt. So, what are the what are the big challenges for you that you think that are uh, contributing to that decline in overall success? Well, you know, it's not that fishing sucks here. It's it's definitely more difficult. I would say, and this is kind of what I tell a lot of people, is um, there's there's a few less options and there's a few less fish in the rivers and more people fishing to those fish. Mm. So I feel like they're just a bit more pressured and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's challenging, but for me, I mean, it's it's okay because I I like the challenge. So nice. And I'll get it dialed in back. one of these days. So definitely a a bigger barrel, quote unquote, that your fish is in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that also elicits a lot more kind of dramatic response when you do get hooked up, from what I've heard. Uh, You know, that kind of segues into a question that we have from one of the WLB members named Chaz. That's what it looks like. And 
his question is, how many fucking steelhead have you fucking got into your fucking backing with? <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> backing. Not even gonna lie. Until until Chav catches a steelhead, then 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 he can talk. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Well, I have it on good authority that he's going to make that happen this year. Yeah, I think he's Yeah, gonna, we'll see. This upcoming spring is what he's kind of kicking around for that spring run. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. That'd be sweet. Well, I have been in my backing before, but not on trout, just uh, on saltwater stuff. So <laughs> I've, I've seen my backing. Yeah. It's, it's pink. How about, how about Scott? I, Scott, I know that you were fishing for steelhead. Did you see your backing? I saw my backing. Yes. I saw my backing uh, on a couple of steelhead, but I saw my backing on every coho I hooked up with because those things just try try to return to the salt when you hook up with them. (laughs) Steelhead like to do tail walking and, and, you know, aerial activities, but uh, those salmon just say, I'm out. Yep. That's looking badass. Nice. Yeah. Well... I think the last question we have for oh is going to be Steve that wants to ask it. Oh, am I? Yeah. Hey, let's do it. Yes. So here's 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 one that uh, you know this kind of falls into the category of stuff that people may not know. So how and when did you get into quote the trout porn unquote? And were you were you a fangirl first? Hmm, I was a fangirl first. I think think the first time I actually saw anything about trout porn was off of Tracy Moore's fly girl page, her Montana fly girl. She shared it. I was like, oh, what's this trout porn thing? And so I liked it. And this was back when, you know, I was pretty new to Facebook and only had maybe like 30 Facebook friends. And I get this random request from some dude named Chaz Arthur. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I don't know him, whatever. Like, just perusing his pictures. And I was like, okay, well, we'll creeper. take a chance. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll Hashtag <accept>. cowboy creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag lean I'll on accept. Me. And, uh... Yeah, we became Facebook friends, and I guess he saw how much I dig fishing, and he asked me one day, I think it was after one of the the other ones left, um, and asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I was like, hell yeah, buddy. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. The rest is history. It's It's been a fun ride ever since. Oh, I'm sure it's been all daisies and roses. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's seriously been awesome. I, I mean, I'm so thankful that, you know, because of it, I've met so many rad people. Yeah, you know, me too. Over the years. It's cool. So our last, our last podcast, we asked the question about how many trout porners various people have fished with, and there was a post on there about that. Do you have any idea what your number is? Uh, boy, um, not as many as I would like, but I hear, I hear probably that. around, <laughs> probably around, 
um, maybe 12 or so. Oh, man. You got some work to do, little lady. Oh, you're, you're, you're I right, know. Hey, you're right down in my hood. Don't aspire for too much. <laughs> I do. Well, you know, back when I lived in Montana, everybody wanted to come to Montana and fish, but now I live in Oregon. People are like, the fuck would I want to go to Oregon? <laughs> you missed your chance. <laughs> yeah, you guys you could have You could have padded the number in Montana, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's all right. Well, I saw Oregano has been posting some consistent points on the world leaderboard, so you guys keep it up. Yeah. They, we're, they finally we're make it work. That's why. Yeah, they just got the internet. They're <laughs> off dial-up. So. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> so when you post on trout porn, do you still hear the... <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. American friends. Dial up. That's awesome. Well, uh, it was awesome talking with you, Jesse. Yes. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do have a question. For who? How has trout porn changed your lives? Ooh. Ooh, Boy. That is deep. I'm getting deep. Mm. That is deep. Who started? I like it. That's a great question. Go ahead. Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that it has absolutely changed my life for the better. Um, uh, the obvious one is the people that I've met and gotten to hang out with and got to fish with. Uh, the second obvious one is just the resource and how much I've learned uh, about fly fishing from those people and others. Uh you know, the not so obvious one is just being able to be a part of something like that. And, uh, we talk about, you know, it's a family, it's a whatever, but what I'm talking about is being able to give back and having a conduit to, you know, doing the fly swaps and the charity stuff and, and just being connected in a way that's meaningful. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's done for me. For me, I would say it's changed my life. Uh, I started fly fishing because of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a river. You started fly fishing because of Brad Pitt. That's it, Brad Pitt. I thought you told me it was that Kevin Bacon movie. One of the two. Footloose or River Runs Through It. I don't I know what I started fly fishing because of Footloose. Footloose. That's it. No, it's, uh, it's definitely changed uh, my people that I fish with. I seem to fish with a lot more trout pointers than I do uh, anybody else. Uh, but... I just like the camaraderie and the laughs and just hanging out and being on the water with people that I talk to online and actually put a face with it. So that's what's kind of changed for me. Yeah, buddy. And yeah. Stevie? Uh, I, mean, I mean, honestly, man, I've, I've got a ton of really, really good friends that I, you know, I do more than just fish with now, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's... It's a good place to share. It's a good place to learn. It's a good place to, you know, get out, go fish somewhere else that you've really never even put your thought to fishing somewhere else at. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's really the the connecting that's, you know, gotten better in my eyes, on my side. You know, and plus, I mean, Chaz pays us a shit ton of money to do well, this. Yeah, thing. yeah, he, he's definitely. <laughs> Knocking down. Yeah, I the mean, perks are nice. Yeah, I've actually quit guiding just to do this. So, yeah, yeah thank you. Chad. Damn, I'm getting ripped off over here. Yeah, oh. you know. Damn, we're 
hey, money you, is. Hey, you, you're the one who moved to Oregon. You've got a face I for the know. internet. We've got a face for podcasts. <laughs> That's exactly right. God damn it. God damn the internet. You've got to come to Colorado. <laughs> it's it. Oh, I know. It's on my list. I need to fish with you guys for you sure. You do. Come on. Well, Jesse, I appreciate your time. We all three appreciate yes. it. Thanks for taking our yeah. call. And next time we call you, can you please pick it up on the first ring? And we'll, and we'll call you within the allotted time frame that I <laughs> yeah. tell you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fifteen well, minutes. Thanks for having me on, guys. You no bet. Worries. Thank you. Thanks, All Jesse. right. Later. See you. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram under Trout Porn Nation. We are on Twitter at Trout Porn. We are on Facebook. Search for Trout Porn. We have the Trout Porn World Leaderboard closed group which you can search for and you're currently listening to the trial porn podcast which is available on itunes stitcher radio and google play fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life hasta la vista baby may the force be with you fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool and fuck you i'm out